Yeah, the biggest thing I'm proud of is like when we do rooftoping and like uh, going in construction sites, we will never like break a door or like a window to get on the roof. Like if we can't open the door using the skills and tools we have, we will not like we we won't kick the door. We won't touch it. We'll just walk away, take the L, go to the next building. There's like there's hundreds of other buildings we can yeah, get yeah, on yeah. top of. If I respect the code, fam. I like yeah. the code. There's a lot of like rooftop photographers that they they just they're roofless. They'll just blast that door down, you know. But you know that's one thing I'm proud of is you know respecting the door and yeah. Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host Deepak Sharma, and today I sit down with Ions, or Ions the Goat, as I like to call him. That's also his Instagram handle for any of you guys who want to go check that out right now. He's a super interesting guy because he's a Polish Canadian, uh, born and raised here in the city of Ottawa, and uh, he kind of made a name for himself through playing Call of Duty. Um, believe it or not, um, he's one of the faces of Tap X, one of the YouTube channels that's garnered over ten million views uh, this is incredible and uh, I think that page has uh, over 80,000 subscribers now um, he, he no longer controls that page but he's a big part of its growth um, he then joined the esports side of things as a designer uh, and uh, he signed a deals a few months um, he signed a deal a few months later um, to become a part owner of an organization uh, owning the best h1z1 roster so i found that pretty cool too uh talking about that side of things and uh we also touch on his passion for photography now ions has a really badass instagram page you know if you check out ions the goat you'll see a super unique page where these guys you know sneak into abandoned warehouses and uh rooftops and places that are really hard to get to and construction sites and cranes and just super unique stuff and really cool photography and he's also built a very loyal following throughout all his different pursuits and you know so he's got a pretty good grasp on social media he's got a couple meme pages on the side that do really well um he's just an interesting guy ions has a lot going on and i'm glad i got to sit down and chat with him and pick his brain a little bit um it was a great conversation and uh you know i really enjoyed it and i hope you do as well and if you're getting any value from this kind of content, uh, please consider uh, contributing to my Patreon page, subscribing on all platforms where you consume podcasts, leave me a rating, a like, a comment, share it with your friends, tell people about it. Let's get this thing to grow, man. And just remember, it's not that deep. I hope you enjoy. Ions the goat. Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. Baby. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Thanks for coming through. It's uh, you're a very interesting guy. Um, you know, I only know you from social media, uh, which is probably going to be like a big topic of this conversation as well. But uh, you you got a lot of cool shit going on, man. You're uh, let's but let's take it back um, to your background a little bit. Tell us tell us some big quick synopsis of your story. What you're all about. So I started in. Um Pretty much going through high school, I was doing gaming. So I had a YouTube channel, um, and I was just posting three, four, five times a day on there um, throughout, like, all of high school until, like, probably even in college. So I did that for, like, four or five years, and then I went more into graphic design. And then now I'm doing, I guess, like, photography and, like, content and, like, just Instagram and social media. And uh, you've certainly got it figured out, man. Let's let's take it back to the gaming a little bit. What kind of games were you super into, and like, what what were you dominant at? Just strict. It was strictly Call of Duty. Strictly Call of Duty it, until Fortnite came out like uh, two years ago. Right. So it was strictly Call of Duty. Um, strictly trapping. So we would um, spend like hours upon hours figuring out like how to mani uh, manipulate the the system. Yeah. And we'd have them spawning in one place and just like go for world records, like 500 kills, 600 kills. Was this like Modern Warfare 2 kind of thing? Like what are we talking about? Which Call of Duty? Which one did you really start out with? I started in uh, Modern Warfare 3. Okay. Um, and then when Black Ops 2 came out, I kind of stayed on Modern Warfare 3 because I didn't like the game at first. Right. But, uh, like, my teammates would be on that game and getting their records. And it was, like, a team channel that I, like, uh, so I had my own channel. But then um, 
Scatman, shout out to Scatman. He gave me pretty much his life, and he's like, "Here, lead this empire." It had like, <laughs> it like I would say twenty thousand subscribers at the time. He's like, "Here, take Holy this shit. and carry on." And then so I carried on uh, the channel for. What makes someone want to do that? Just give up their like gaming clout like that? Like, yeah. what, why did he just hand that over to you? He's an older guy. Uh, uh-huh. Over time, you know, gaming. I would say he's in his thirties, but he'd probably just. He's not in his thirties. He's just. <laughs> he's old. But. That's a, that's a, that's his like online age. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it just it got boring for him over time, and he just F- passed it on, and fair then enough. I passed it on. That's super cool, man. I think uh, at one point we've all been into games. I'm not a huge gamer, but there was a time in my life in high school where. All I'd want to do is go home and play some Call of Duty. <laughs> me, and, me and my buddies would just get on there in a party. I wasn't very good, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, I had fun with it. It was always yeah, a good time. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, you know, talking shit to people, being <laughs> on there, trying to get the kill streaks. Trying to... It's fun, man. It's, like, I don't I don't care what people say. It's a, it's a good release. Yeah, yeah, yeah and true. It's, it's actually a social thing to do, even though, it you know, it's not typically regarded as like a social thing to do sitting in your room playing video games right but i think people are now starting to come around on that and starting to realize that hey gaming so much more than that like it is so much deeper than that like you know what i'm saying it's especially like esports too there's a lot of like money to be made and you know business like stuff going on like over there so absolutely man esports is huge i can't even comprehend like they have these massive tournaments now where like millions of dollars are won wasn't there just like a, a Fortnite world cup yeah, or something yeah. where so, so, someone won like i don't know how many three, million three million dollars 17 <laughs> years old or some booga <laughs> Bro, this, this, <laughs> this is bigger than athlete money uh, but like i'm not trying to diminish it in any way it's not that it requires like less skill or anything but it's just in a different arena yeah, yeah. and uh you know it, it's hard to comprehend sometimes for people who have the old school mindset of just like ah go get a job you know what are you doing wasting all this time with these dumb ass video games <laughs> but it's a viable career option mm-hmm, in 2019 sure. man and like lucrative if you're really good at it. Yeah, yeah, true. How do you get really good at it? How do you know if you're cream of the crop? Uh, to get good, I would say, like, watch, like, the top, like, the best of the best and learn from them and just, like, play the game a lot, put hours in. Like, these pro gamers, they put, like, 10, 15 hours into the game that they're playing. So, yeah. it's not something you just a go day. on for an <laughs> Yeah, it's not something you go on for an hour and you get off and you're like, yeah, I'm good. No, it's, yeah, it but, takes time. But, I mean, like... The weird thing for me about that whole thing is like, how are you taking care of your body when you're doing that? How can you be getting enough physical exercise, proper nutrition, moving around and just like being a, a, a human being when you're sitting in an environment playing a video game for that long? Well, once the contract signed, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know? You're, you're getting millions anyways. So. No, but you don't just wake up one day and get millions. Like you said, yeah. like you got to put the work in and there's no guarantee. It's just like being like a top professional athlete. Like you got to put those hours in that practice in it. And, you know, like you're saying, watching these videos about it, like I'm. this is where like you lost me. Like me personally, I've never like sat there and watched another person play a video game on YouTube. Really? But I know so many people that do for hours on end. I could, I just don't, it just doesn't, doesn't interest me like that. Mm-hmm. But I know so many people who will just watch Fortnite videos or Call of Duty videos and montages of this and like 360 no scope doing this, like, <laughs> crazy, this crazy bullshit. And like, I just, it, it never interested me. But like, there's, millions of millions of subscribers like you said and people going on youtube and just dedicating their life to learning more and like trying to get better and i don't even know i'm speaking for them but i've never done it right like what are you really getting out of watching someone else play just like entertainment i guess like (laughs) fair enough i don't know every everyone's different right me i watch people like to be entertained right and like you know you got their little face in the corner doing the commentary I mean, probably the only video I've ever seen was the Ninja one uh, playing Fortnite with Drake. Okay. That, that, that's literally like that. You know, it's like that world crossed into mind and I watched that and I was like, this is cool. People are doing this. People are watching people play Fortnite and, and loving it. And it's just interesting to me. But I still, 
I still don't do it. <laughs> it's just not for me, but it's it's really cool. Speaking uh, of Ninja, I actually bet Ninja uh, 2017 before he was big. Oh, yeah? So it's, you know, big clout. That's no, cool. That's pretty hype, man. I'd be super hyped on that. That's like that's like me meeting like Tom Brady or something. Like that's like <laughs> like up on a pedestal. He's he's probably the most recognized one gamer, in, in, like one of the most recognized gamers in the world. What are some of the other like big, big names like for people who don't know anything about this? In gaming, like I'd say Tifu, Cloaksy um like nick merks and just i don't there's a lot of big entertainers but i'd say those three are the biggest <coughs> so excuse me uh so when you when you went from just uh casually gaming to actually getting into esports what was that transition like and how do you if you did how do you try to get paid doing that so the transition before i went from uh, uh like youtube to esports there's like graphic design in between like okay let's so, talk about that a bit um so i did i went to actually algonquin for uh design studies and then i was going to go into graphic design and then i just withdrew because i was like because i actually signed a contract uh, like before my courses started so i was like why am i going to school when i already have like a graphic design like you know like career pretty much right so i um so I signed that contract, and then but, uh, tell us about that contract a bit. What was it like? What was it for? okay? So it was for Impact Gaming, an esports organization. Um, at the time, it had the the best H one Z one okay uh, roster, which is a battle royale game like Fortnite. Right. Um, so it it was it was like a mid. It's not an org anymore. It was like mid tier, but it had like the best team for that um, that esport. Um, so I signed a contract with them for a graph uh, as a graphic designer, a two year contract. Um, I can't really go over like much detail no, 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 on that. That's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but then over time, uh, I actually went. They flew me out to DreamHack Atlanta, where I actually met Ninja. Um, and then there we spoke about uh, just business stuff, and I ended up being a co-owner. Sweet. So I went from a graphic designer to a co-owner, and in what business? And just just uh, like esports, like. Uh, just like like percent of what like like what? the like the whole business the whole business yeah okay that's that's super interesting like man. the organization that's super cool and that's the organization that you initially signed a contract to just be part of but yeah. then you got equity yeah that's really cool man so and this is all just playing this is all just from playing going on youtube getting noticed that way building a community there and then networking how does this work like well how do you get from that because i'm sure there's a lot of people who are good at playing video games mm -hmm. but then how do they get into the next level i guess it would be networking i just talking to people you yeah know? that would, uh, just networking talking to people and there's always there's it's online there's money to be made everywhere online so that's very true man and you know a thing or two about that because yeah. you've explored a, a few different avenues we'll get into all that but i still want to stay on this gaming thing for a bit what would you call it, hackathon or what, what uh, dream hack dream, dream hack talk to me about that experience that must have been super cool going down there and seeing a lot of like-minded individuals yeah so we went we had a we had a mansion like 22 rooms for like a month it was only like a three-day event but we we booked it for a whole month because that actually airbnb we, it was only like a month like minimum yeah yeah yeah. so so we ended up staying a month which was actually amazing because i actually got <laughs> to like you know do more than just game yeah um uh, it was actually funny because uh the the owner of the organization actually uh, booked my flight early so i had to like get a hotel for a day because uh, we didn't. <laughs> you had to be humble for a bit before yeah. staying in this fucking mansion <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that, great it was like a nightmare but it, it ended up being good that's that's interesting that man. was my first time actually traveling alone too and uh and so when you got there and like how many people are there and like what kind of people are there do, do you have to be part of some established like you had to get invited to go to this thing or can you just show up uh, like you could show up to watch and stuff. You could buy like day pass. It's like I think of it like a music concert, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So it's like a big venue of just games. There's not just like one game. There's like CS. There's like multiple games like CS:GO. Uh, Halo at the time was there. And yeah. Just, it's just a bunch across of across all kinds of platforms. 
And what was your platform of choice? Would you play on? It was uh, I was H one Z one at the time. H one no, but like what? Like did you play on like the uh, oh your ta- okay okay or console or like what? What did you? What did so H one Z one was played on the computer, on, but yeah. um, when I was doing YouTube, I was on the Xbox uh, Xbox One and three sixty. Interesting, man. So you were always more of an Xbox than a P- PlayStation. Nah, kind of I hate PlayStation. You yeah. hate PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Explain that. Why? Why are you team just Xbox? A, just the controller is just too skinny for me. I like the fat one. Fair you know? enough. Man, I've been on both sides of it because growing up, I like the first console, like the legit console that I ever got was an Xbox, uh, the original one, the fat fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, the fat black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember it came, there wasn't a bundle, but it just gave you Halo. And then imagine that was, like, that was the first game I ever got. And I remember going to, I think it was Future Shop with my dad and just begging him, like, I like I just need this Xbox, like, please, it comes with this game, and he's looking at us, like, what is this, what is this bullshit, man, this is fucking, you, why you play games, go study, like, I'm like, no, like, I need this, I need this, I got the Xbox with the Halo, and that, like, opened up a world for me, man, that was, like, the first game, like, I really got to play and enjoy, and I was an Xbox guy, I loved the controller, I got big-ass hands, it just fit, it just felt so good, and then so I got the 360 when that came out. So, But all my friends had PS2 or, or PlayStation or PlayStation 2. And I, I'm like, ah, like whenever I'd go play with the tiny little, like I, I like my hand was just, <laughs> it didn't fit over this controller. I was like, I hate this. Like you guys don't even have triggers. Like, like it's just not, it's not the same, you know? Yeah. And then, but then I got the PS4 instead of getting the Xbox One. And like, I think this is actually pretty common. A lot of people kind of made that switch. From 360 to to uh, PS4, and I don't know, I just kind of got used to it. But if you got that preference, it's, I always find it interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know what what console do people like ride for? I feel know? like it's 50 50 though for the it, most part. It is, it is. And then there's a lot of like cross platform stuff they're like working on and stuff too, right? Uh, have you heard any like rumors about when the like next big console's coming out? There's like, a PlayStation Five coming out at a uh, 2020 holidays. 2020 holidays, so about like a year and a bit from now. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to I'm interested to see what what that's gonna bring in store. Like, what's what's gonna be the the big draw on this? Like, is it just gonna be a better machine, super fast, this and that? Are they gonna have some VR component or or something like that built in? I'm not sure. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, we'll have to see, I guess. It's yeah, we'll have to see. It's all just rumors at this point. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, so talk to me about like your initial passion for video games and stuff a little bit more, and then how did that kind of die off or like transition? So you got out of the YouTube game, and then how did it go from there? Like, talk to tell the story. So it was really just to kill time because uh, during high school I was suspended a lot. I was uh. I was a troublemaker. I got, <laughs> I'm just a shit poster online, so I got in trouble a lot. Yeah. Um. So I had like so much time to like on my hands when my mom was working. I was sit at home I'm like, what do I do? I I'm playing video games, and then I just got good, I guess, by playing it like a lot. Yeah. And then it died out just because like, I, better options came like over time and. Yeah. So you did. What did you do with the YouTube page or or anything like that? So I just passed it on. Like it got passed to me, so I just passed it on. Just keep passing the torch, huh? Do you still ever check up on it? See how it's doing? <laughs> it has like eighty thousand subscribers now. I think That's I passed. Incredible. I gave it away um, around like sixty five, sixty six. Uh, when was this? How long ago was that? Three years ago, I'd okay. say. Okay. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty interesting. That like you could be so not selfish about something like that because a lot of people would probably protect that like it's their baby like i built this uh, i i built this up i made this this big and you can kind of get attached to the numbers a little bit a lot of people do so it's kind of cool that you're just able to just ah done with this move on to the next thing to be fair it wasn't like fully mine no no fair enough so it was like yeah but and i also had my personal numbers as well to go with it so it was like you know, I still had something. I wasn't giving away like everything. And uh, so, what was the, uh, what was the, I mean, not transition, but what was the big draw for you about um, graphic design? Uh, so during my time with YouTube, I was doing like thumbnails for like my team, right? Like YouTube thumbnails, and then over time, I just like branched out to do like bigger projects, and um, and then I wanted to go to school, but I didn't know what to go to school for. But I, like, I was like. 
hmm, I play a Photoshop almost every day. Might as well like try that out. So I went to, I took design studies, which is like a one year course. It's just like a random, like shitty course. I, I don't recommend it at all. It's a waste of money. Um, <laughs> okay. So I did that for a year just to like, I don't know, just to do something, make my mom happy a little bit, uh, shut her up for a bit. Um, and then uh, I applied. As most of us do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then I applied for um, graphic design. I, uh, I applied, did my portfolio. I got accepted. And then I just withdrew because I, I ended up signing a contract with Impact Gaming, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, haven't been to school since. Yeah, just fuck it. Don't need it. It's not, it's, some people need it. Some people don't, you know. Some people get lucky. Others don't. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And so uh, with the with like graphic design in that aspect, though, you still use it to this day. You still use the Photoshop uh, to edit photos. And, and we'll get into photography and all that. But, um, you know, what would you recommend someone do if they're they, they want to explore uh you know graphic design but they don't exactly know how to get into it um you know what are some online resources or something like that would you recommend that like being self-taught uh yeah being self-taught for sure um i think that's the best way i i don't think an artist could teach another person how to create art i think it's just something that happens over time if you're creative you know you'll you'll be creative um if not then it's just not meant to be yeah i get it i like that a lot i mean that's something that i suck at you know when i started this whole podcast thing i've never really thought of myself to be as like that creative of a person that's changing a little bit you know when i'm starting to kind of unlock some areas of my mind a little bit but one thing that i fucking struggled with is the thumbnails like you mentioned like just the the basic design work for my, every episode that I have to put out, like I know nothing about that stuff. It was completely foreign to me. I use Canva.com. Never even heard of it. It's literally <laughs> just like like this. Like, not even. It's like a light Photoshop online. So I don't, cause I don't, I don't even want to like get into trying to learn Photoshop. It just seems like this big, this big thing over there. It really isn't though. I know. It's just like it's just like so much to me to like invest in the learning right mm -hmm. now it's like ah that is too deep like i can't go too deep into that right now but it's really interesting how much of a difference it makes the first thumbnail i made was so shitty and like i just keep getting a bit better and a bit better at just removing things and just making it more simple and a little more eye catchy and just playing with the photos and you know, I'm starting to learn about the saturation and this and just different things you could do to make photos pop and look better. But, I mean, that leads me into photography. Talk to me how you got into photography and, you know, what what made that uh, a passion of yours? I, I don't even know how I got into it. I know um, that I know the first time I shot was August 2018. I don't know why I wanted to shoot. I, I think I just, like... I was growing on Instagram for some reason. I was like, and I wasn't even posting. So I was like, ah, I might as well do something with this like growth and like see where and it goes. And this is just people who knew you from from other yeah. avenues. Yeah, like yeah. gaming, uh, like uh, graphic design. And then I ended up like somehow I was in like the OG community with like the nice usernames. So like somehow I got into there and I was just growing. People were spamming my photos. I had like five photos at the time. I'm like, all right, let me get some good quality in here, you know? Yeah. And I ended up shooting um, my to take first... Take it back a bit, though. Did you buy new cameras for all this? Did you, like, make the investment before you knew you liked... No, so what I did, my first shot, I ended up uh, paying a photographer, a local photographer, um, to shoot, like, for me. I still don't have my camera. I, I still don't have a camera to this day. I just have, like, a, a little group of friends that we kind of just, like, shoot each other. Dope. And, That's a smart um, way to do it. So yeah, I ended up uh, paying a photographer. I was like, hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, here's money. Just shoot some shit, and you know, if it's good, it's good. I'll post it, whatever. Like, dope. So you knew you you had the foresight to see that, like, yo, I should do something with this. Pay someone for their work, which I saw recently posted something. Pay people for their work. I'm a big believer in that too. You know, you like if someone's doing something for you, don't just get it done for free you mm -hmm. know like 
unless they're really willing to do it and offer to do it, that's different. But like, if, if you want something done, give people money for their services. But so, what are those first photos like? Like, what 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 you get? What you get done? Uh, so I just went uh, like in my neighborhood. There's like a construction site like working uh, behind. It's still working behind me. Um, so I ended up just going there because I was lazy at the time. I'm like, eh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to move much. You know, I just wanted to like stay at home, make money. But I was like, I right, here, let's link up here. Let's make it work. And it was kind of it was cool, I guess, for a first shot. Um, it wasn't nothing like crazy. Yeah. But there was like a, a lot of like construction fences, and like the orange went well with my hair, and it was just like. You know, it, it was what it was. Um, I definitely, my content's gotten better, like way better over over the last two years. So, And that uh, that sparked an interest in you to continue pursuing kind of unorthodox shots, yes. to say the least. Like uh, if anyone goes to your Instagram, we'll plug it right now, Ion's the Goat. Um, if you go to that page right now, which like really caught my eye when I first creeped you, it's like, oh, wow, these are like, cool funky shots and like rooftops and like abandoned warehouses construction sites like you know with kind of like eerie vibes almost it's just like yo these are kind of just like dark cool photos like they're really unique and i like them a lot i'm a huge fan um so that's why i had to get you out here man let's talk about what made you uh choose this i don't want to call it niche but this kind of area of photography what really stuck with you about doing that i feel like i was at my like peak of like content like i was just posting like like shit other people were posting and it's like you're not gonna grow like because like i'm not a model right so like if like say a model posts what i'm posting obviously people are gonna go like his shit because he looks better than me type of shit <laughs> um so i was like I, I gotta like think i gotta think like stuff no one else is like or not that many people is doing because everything's been done right so yeah. you gotta i was like I, I gotta think like outside the box and just like do shit um not many people are um so my first adventure was like my first like major adventure i'd say like that like put me outside of the box would be under a bridge i went under alexander bridge with um stefan and alex uh discover ottawa okay um We'll tag them below. Yeah, and so that was my first like, uh, that, that was my first like big, I guess explore exploration. Um, and then from there we ended up doing like big like big stuff like, um, the tallest building in Ottawa. Uh, man, the list goes on. <laughs> man, <laughs> we've I, done a lot. We went under the LRT before it was like running. Um, we went under the two hundred million dollar sewage system uh, under Parliament. Nice. Just, just a, a, every everything pretty much that has been Talk done. Talk to me about how do you you know, get to these places? Who comes up with the idea? What is it that you like? You're just sitting in a room one day and you're like, let's just go under Parliament, and you just find a way and just go. Honestly, like the way you word it is pretty much like how it goes. <laughs> Obviously, there's like some skill and like some luck in between, yeah. but uh, for the most part, it's like I this has been abandoned for two years. No one's been here. Let's try to get in here. Um, how do you identify what's abandoned and what's not? How do you know if there's not security? Do you scope it out? Are you staking these places out? Are you doing your research? Well, what's the like? Give me the process a bit, man. There's some research, but like not, it, it's not too deep, you know? Um, I love so it. So we, we, it's luck. Like we go there, the security, all right, well, we take the L, we walk away, we try a different building or whatever. Um, but for the most part, we, we definitely have a good percentage of like walking in into a building. Um, like our luck cards are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there has been a lot of times where like security caught us and like it, it's <laughs> a walk of shame, but. Or, or do you ever have to run away or run of shame or uh, you usually just eat it and just like sorry we'll get out of here it depends like some securities that like care like a lot about the job and they're like grumpy and mad and stuff um but like some are like you know cool and stuff like um like we alex and i hit a building on saint laurent i'm not gonna say the exact building because i don't want the security <laughs> did a good job and i don't want him to lose his job yeah but um we were there at night um it was a high security uh, building, I would say. Um, and we were just chill. It was raining, so we had all our like stuff just lounging in the like elevator room. It was like we, we lived there pretty much. Our shit was everywhere. Yeah. 
and we were there for like an hour i'd say and then as soon as we wrapped it up we're cl- we're opening the roof door to get into like the elevator room and the security guy's like whoa what the hell i haven't seen anyone up here my whole life working here for like 18 years i was like oh <laughs> and, then, and then he's like how did how did you get up here and then we showed him like how we got up and he was like all right that's he cool he almost respected it yeah he's like whoa what the we scared him more than he scared us he's like i haven't had to actually do any work for the last time that's crazy man yeah. that's too funny i like that a lot man so you just find these places you go talk to me about the process of getting these amazing shots um is it like you're just taking a million photos and then later reviewing later or you know is it more just like i kind of know what i want beforehand and then take a few shots and just leave uh, a lot of times we have an idea of what we want to shoot and we focus on that one shot but uh, sometimes it's just random we'll, like sometimes like we went into like uh, a storage unit uh building uh, not too long ago and we didn't like we we didn't know what was inside right so we can't really plan out a shot when we don't know like what's inside um so i saw that was that storage building like was it uh like was it uh, uh had security or no uh it had <laughs> it had an armed security system but um it did I don't like it had security and cameras. We ended up sh- uh, taking the cameras off. Okay. And then when we got in the building, we realized that um, it wasn't even the camera wasn't even recording anywhere. So oh, it, it was just it was just on and there. Yeah, it was just on and there. So you pick up on these kind of the, these like I don't know, secrets of the trade. Uh, what doing what you've been doing for a while and you know it's not just that you're going into these random buildings and stuff sometimes you're doing some crazy badass shit like going on rooftops and like if anyone goes to your instagram right now like i'll pull it up that you're just sitting on ledges and like you know up on rooftops and like really really cool photos man like i really i enjoy this shit but like are you mostly focused on just trying to get the most badass shot possible or like like just walk me through like what what are you really trying to achieve with each shoot? Uh, it's more for like I'd say the adventure and like the adrenaline more than like the shot itself. Okay, more On- of the process than the outcome. Yeah, obviously like we like a lot of the stuff we do we don't even get like a good shot out of it. It's just we did it. Yes, like no one's done this pog. Um but what but- determines a good shot versus a uh, shot? it's all subjective right yeah it's what we think i guess we all have our different opinions on a good shot and a bad shot yeah so So, but sorry to interrupt you what were you saying before that uh like sometimes we we sometimes like we focus on a shot but other times it's just like for like the the adventure itself like just doing it yeah that's really cool man Uh, i'm i'm super interested by that because um no one does it <laughs> not that many a lot of people do it just not like especially in the city not that many do it. there's like a handful of people if that why do you think that is is it just like speaks for like the city itself and ottawa kind of just like not a very risk-taking city kind of sleepy or do you just think like what you're doing itself is just not done in too many places uh i feel like people say there's a not a lot of things in ottawa but there definitely is you just gotta like think of them there's like the city's beautiful there's a lot to it yeah um it just people are comparing it to like major cities like yeah. compared to like a smaller city like similar size and it's it's gonna it's win an amazing city yeah it's beautiful that's a great perspective right there man a lot of people don't want don't like comparing down they always compare up and uh that uh, that's humbling man ottawa is a great city if you look at it for what it is um but people just want to be negative all the time you were born here yeah born here Okay, but you come from a Polish background? Yeah, my whole family's Polish. Your whole family's Polish. And uh and so have you have you visited uh, I've Poland? I've never been to Europe at all. You've never been to Europe. Oh man, I can't wait to see you go to Europe. <laughs> the kind of shots you're going to get there, bro. That's going to be insane cuz the buildings are on a whole different level there, the architecture. I mean, you know, not to talk down on Ottawa, but it's just not uh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just not of the same magnitude some of the places down there like you're going to see some like like talking about abandoned like but like ancient and at the same time and like, lots of cool stuff there man i really like it man where are you trying to go with the photography man what are you trying to do with it uh i think i just i honestly i want to start posting more it's just hard for me i'm very picky and like i just got to post more man that's like my biggest problem right now is like i like honestly i don't care about growing because like i have a strong like fan base as is and 
Um, I feel like no matter what I post, they're gonna they're gonna support me. But I just like I'm in my head. I'm just like I gotta post nothing but the best, and like the shot gotta be better than my last one and my last one. And I don't know. I feel like eh. I can understand that mentality, man. But I gotta I gotta start posting more. I told myself last year I'd post more, and this year I posted less than last year. So interesting. It's pretty bad. Well, what people don't realize it's a whole process. Mm-hmm. It's not just click and shoot a photo, and now you got this amazing image that you could just post you could just throw up on instagram and stuff and it's all good you know what i'm saying but um talk to me about your editing process because to me i I bought a camera once i thought you know what i'm gonna get into photography i'm gonna do this and um i took the camera with me on my uh, international exchange i studied in norway for six months and got to travel a lot and took a lot of great photos um to this day I never combed through those thousands of photos because really? I'm just too lazy. <laughs> I straight up, my, to this day, my parents haven't seen, like, and that was in 2017. But no one's seen those photos because I just they're just sitting on a on, on my external hard drive, just like I'll get to them. <laughs> I never got to them. It's just it's such a daunting task. It's like there's so many. I don't even know where to start. I'd have to spend a day just deleting the bad ones. Yeah. And then sure. I'd have to like what's your process? What's editing like for you and like how do, how do you deal with that? So I pretty much spend a day looking at like I'd pick like five shots that are like like high quality, like the like the better ones of that whole shoot. And then I'll actually end up I'll send those to like girls um that like support me like a lot. And I'll be like, all right, what ones do you, what ones do I look less ugly in type shit? And they're like, <laughs> I think we all got a girl who fucking does that for us, man. It's like, please help. <laughs> Girls are a lot of help. They are, man. They're like, they're phonogenic at like heart. So like, I, I send it to like, not one girl. I send it to like six, seven. Damn, and I get right. like a lot of opinions. <laughs> heart ions. <laughs> the man. <laughs> hey man, I don't got a girlfriend. I could do that. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, So yeah, I do that first. And then I'll gather like what one like uh, they think is better. And then I'll just spend like a day editing that pretty much. And okay. So I have my like. A day editing. Well, so like, what are you doing? Not like f- a not a full full day. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But like, you're gonna focus on these few photos or whatever for mm-hmm. that day. Yeah, yeah. And what are you what are you doing to make? I mean, you don't have to give away your secret secret, but what are you doing to really make these photos look amazing? What are some of the things? And I won't follow you because I have no idea about any of this shit. But for anyone interested out there, like, what are some of the things you do to make these photos pop and stand out? Honestly, like, I have my like preset in like colors that i just like slap on but uh there is like stuff like um if there's like a glare or something i'll try to like minim like minimize that like and it depends on the shot like every shot's gonna be different and editing is gonna be different on them but i do all my depending editing on the light and and, and so many other factors yeah, so i do most of my uh editing on photoshop on my computer and then i'll transfer it to my phone and there's this free app i encourage everyone to download it's called photoshop express okay um and i do a lot like I do a lot more editing on that than like actual Photoshop on my com- like Photoshop on my computer. I'll just like toss my preset on it, save it, uh, email it to myself, download it on my phone, and then I'll do like most uh, most of the other editing on my phone. That's that's a great tip. I'm gonna download that app. Uh, one thing that you mentioned there that I find super annoying is the whole transferring of files. It's just it just seems like there should be a better way. Well, if you have, I think if you have a MacBook, like a laptop, airdrop. you could airdrop it to yourself. Yeah, oh, I love airdrop. That's been a game changer for me. There's yeah. definitely faster ways to do it. I think I'm just like used to like my way. You know, I'm I'm fast at doing it my slow way. Fair I just enough. Mastered that. No, I'm the same way for a lot of things. I know there's a better, faster way to do it, but I'm just gonna do it You're my just way. Stubborn, huh? Yeah, I'm just stubborn. Like, like for example, I like I'm such a deadbeat when it comes to p- saving stuff onto my desktop. You're not supposed to save stuff on your desktop, but I save it on my because it's just I know, I know where it's gonna be, <laughs> and I always find it because it's always on my desktop. But then what happens? I forget it on my desktop. Next thing you know, I got a million things on my desktop, and now it's just like defeated the whole purpose of a desktop. So it's one. It's like one of those things. Like I know I should be putting things in folders and naming them right, but meanwhile, I'll just fucking just 
Which is a lazy budget. way to do it at yeah. the time. You're just like, I'll get to it. Eventually. I'll get to it later. I never get to There's it. There's no later. There's no later. <laughs> I never get to these things, man. There's so many little like habits that like, I wish I could tell younger me, like, hey, man, be a little bit more organized about this because this is going to waste like thousands of minutes and hours of your life, you know? But ah, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> um, so with uh with photography uh you know and using social media and stuff you talk about you have a very loyal following you see that you have i mean i see that you have hundreds of people commenting on your shit and like you said you don't even post that much so how often do you want to post and what do you think is a good number of posting and because there's no magic answer to this but what do you think you'd be comfortable with I feel like right now I'm posting once a month and I'm averaging a thousand comments a post. So if I post twice a month, if I do the quick math, I should be getting 500 comments on each post, like roughly, I'd say. Um, maybe more, maybe less. Um, I, I want to start posting twice a month. Um, it just, I don't know, winter's here and I, last year I shot more in winter than summer. So I, if I get a lot of content this winter, I could start, I have a lot of like stuff in my back pocket from like when I first, first, first shot. Um, I still have like this insane tunnel shot um, that I shot with Steph uh, my first time meeting him. Uh, we ended up exploring this like sewage system under a new co-op that was being built. Um, and I still have that from like August uh, 2018 and no one's seen it yet. That's awesome, man. So that's a that's a big that speaks to having like a big backlog and you could still not repurpose, but you could go back and still use those and still have enough. I mean, you probably have enough content to post once a day. But like you said, it's like it's going back to what you want to yeah. put out and how often you want to put out. So, I mean, I'm excited to see you post twice a month. That'd be hype. But at the same time, with social media, it's such a, it's such a weird game, man, because like how often should you post? Uh, it doesn't even matter if you post or not. It depends like, on what you want. Like, if you want to grow, <laughs> I feel like posting, like, twice a week is what you got to do. Yeah. But if you're just trying to, like, like just post, I feel like whenever is, you know, just post whenever you want to post. Don't make it a job, you know? It's, yeah. It's something you got to enjoy. So just, like, don't think too hard about it. Don't think too deep. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it all depends. Like, businesses, I encourage them to, like, post every day. Like, sometimes even twice a day. Yeah. Especially on their story. You want to spam that, like you know, like hundreds of times a week. Um, but yeah, businesses, they should be posting every day on their page. Uh, as for like personal, I'd say like twice a week if you're trying to grow, but like whatever if you're, you don't really care about growing, you know? And uh, you have more than one page. Let's talk about your meme page for a second <laughs> and so any other pages I might not know about. Um, because although... You know, you've mentioned to me the followers or the the basic metrics you'd see, you know, that a person outwardly looking in would see don't look that big. I think it's a couple thousand followers or something like that. The reach is insane. <laughs> Talk to me about that a little bit. And how do why do you think that is? Um, I feel like I just have a I'm just strong with like my hashtag and hitting explore page almost every time on my post. So I feel like followers, like, I feel like I hate when businesses look at followers because like followers mean nothing. It's just a number. Um, I feel like engagement is what they should be looking at, but they can't really see that. Right. So right. it's hard for, for them to see that. But uh, yeah, my meme page, it has like 1% of like my, my main, main page following and it, it's, it keeps up there with like impressions and stuff. It's, yeah, it's a lot. When I, when I was using my meme page like daily and like, uh weekly i was in like almost one million impressions a That's week not yeah people just love fucking memes people just love memes bro people eat this shit alive people live for this stuff i don't care about the face behind it though that's <laughs> the thing you know yeah. but like you've mentioned to me it's one of the easiest things to monetize in terms of like an Instagram account, if we're just focusing on Instagram yeah. for a second. Uh, when I'm talking about social media, there's a lot more than just Instagram, but mm -hmm. I'd say that's probably one of the most popular right now in terms of sharing photos and, and, and stories and whatnot, right? Yeah. Why is it that memes just hit the core of people? Why is it so relatable? Why does everyone love memes so much and spreading them? I don't know, like for businesses, I think people go to them because they have like the the highest like impressions and like 
you know, they'll gain the most from it, I feel, for, like, their money. Um, why people like memes? I don't know. Everyone just... Everyone has a personality, I guess, and just wants to laugh. Yeah. You know, I have, there's people that follow, like, thousands of meme pages, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I had to unfollow most of them. Really? Just because I felt like, for me, uh, I'm already mindlessly scrolling through through social media, right? And these are my friends and family. <laughs> these are people that I care about. Yeah. And then... I just I see like a like a Dequan or like a like I don't know one of these fucking grape juice boys or whatever just random meme pages and I'm just like I can't stop Damn. and I'm sending them to all my friends <laughs> and just like ten different group chats gotta see this and like you go deep into this world and it's just like I don't need this this is not actually doing You're just anything. wasting time I'm just wasting time this is just garbage for my brain and it's not to talk down on anybody I'm guilty of it too right but it's just like oh god man like I don't need this I had to unfollow pretty much all of them there's like one or two I kept around on like a different account okay, if I yeah. need that dose yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if I, you want to laugh you'll switch to that account I'll go to that account and just switch and just like ah this is great but I just you, you, it's too much man there's too much commanding my attention as it is and they man. post too much too right it's oh so much and half of it's sponsored ads now too because they they monetize yeah, which, they gotta eat they gotta <laughs> eat too they gotta eat too I get it man it's, it, I like the hustle but it's just a, what a time to be alive man with social media uh, and, and just the power of the internet you know you, like a lot of um, these forums and reddit and 4chan and all these different places where like people are shit posting and normal posting and uh, talking about their normal daily lives and I think one of the biggest things for me like the most positive things about this time is the communities it's like there's something for everybody out there. You can, everybody uh, can find something that like they can relate with online. And I think that's so powerful. Um, it, but then there's obviously the dark sides of it, you know, uh, when you're comparing yourself to other people or, you know, you're spending. I mean, I don't know if you use the screen time uh, uh, app on your phone uh, on iPhone it literally tells you how much time you're spending on each 10 app 10 hours a day on Instagram dude that's rough <laughs> that's that's too much right not enough <laughs> I don't know that's what some people say it's like nah man make it 12 like you gotta keep going but no that can't be good for you <laughs> I don't care how important your business or your brand or growth is like and, but I'm getting up there man I'm like 3-4 hours a day just like, scrolling posting just doing dumb bullshit like man how how what are the long-term impacts of this we don't know yet like we just don't know we know that it's linked to mental illness we know that it's uh you know we have a we have a serious problem with like uh children just looking at ipads because that's an easier way to parent your kid here <laughs> just play angry birds or some bullshit it's like dude i i get it but like what we don't know is the long-term impacts of that like what's what is that creating like people aren't going outside as much. People aren't doing what you're doing and like exploring. Like, how many people do you know like go and just explore without like a, like a like a purpose or something they gotta do? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's a weird time to be alive, but also an amazing time to be alive. For sure, there's yeah, yeah, some. <laughs> Talk to me about what you feel about like uh, uh, some of the these impacts of social media. What do you think about like? Uh, some of the pros and cons about it the pros i'd say there's a lot of money to be made like on social media um like there's like like everything you could think of you can make money like for example i know a friend that makes five bills a day five hundred dollars a day selling like feet pictures that aren't even to his <laughs> like you know there's money like that's just one example like i don't even want to know what like people are doing Oh. It's crazy. Yeah, no, you're right, man. I mean, it allows for a lot of people to hustle in completely different ways. It allows this to be possible, right? I wouldn't have ever met you, you know? Yeah, for sure. Probably not, unless I was just chilling under a bridge or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> On a rooftop, dude, security. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, like, that's why, I, I mean, the podcast wouldn't be possible. A lot, of, a lot of things wouldn't be happening without the internet, so I love it. I'm just war wary uh, of some of the some of the things you see when I'm just walking down the street and it's like people walking into my car because they're on their phone <laughs> or like 
Do you ever go to a bathroom and like you go to take a piss and like dude next to you is full out just on his phone, like while holding his dick with his other hand, like bro, could, put it down could, for a minute. Put it down for like ten seconds, like you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. It's just I don't. I'm just really wondering and curious about the future. Maybe I watch too much Black Mirror, but. I don't know. It's just like I just. I, it's it's weird. It, it it's weird a little bit. Like people don't gotta just get off it from time to time. It's go, hard go, though. I I used to hike. be like I used to like shake a lot when I didn't have my phone because I like I don't have data or no service. Uh-huh. So like when I left my house, there was times where I'm like just shaking. Like I'm like, wow, I gotta go home like now. Like this is bad. Oh yeah, man. I know the exact feeling. And and for me, like uh, I I I really woke up to it when I was in uh, I was in Greece, I believe. And my phone uh, screen had cracked, and then the phone completely bricked and just stopped working. And um, I remember just being in a foreign country, not being able to read the language, not being able to know where I am, my position on the earth. Like I did, I didn't have a GPS. Like up until then, I've had a GPS always in my pocket yeah. you, while, while traveling, at least. I didn't have music to listen to on a bus. I just felt like this weird sadness. I was just like, bro, this kind of sucks. But then after like a day, I felt great. I'm talking to random strangers. Like uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to read uh, street signs. I bought a compass to know how to read a map because I learned maps are pretty useless if you don't know which direction you're going. <laughs> like, dude, I just figured things out and I had a great time and I did so many things that I would have never done otherwise and I just found it I found it like it really opened my eyes but granted the first thing I did when I got home is I bought a, <laughs> a new phone. I bought a new phone <laughs> got right back on the wagon but uh it just woke me up it just made me think like yo I'm addicted to this device think of how much I'm missing while, while doing this while just looking down at the screen so it's beautiful. Technology is awesome, and it allows us to do a lot. But I, I think we gotta be a little bit just like mindful about it. Just recognize it a bit. Put it down once yeah, in a while. Throw sure. it on airplane mode. You're not gonna die. Things aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said it on the podcast previously, and it was like he. I, I forgot who brought it up. Some comedian, maybe it was Aziz Ansari or something, said like, uh, if you don't go on Facebook for a day or instagram or whatever do you like do you print out everything that happened like the last day or the last 30 days and go review it later like was it very was it that important no nothing fucking really matters you just move on like all right whatever it's just interesting i don't know why this topic just interests me it's just the power of social media it's i've had to be on it a lot more because the podcast so I'm kind of finding it seep into, I'm checking it all the time. I'm in the lineup at the grocery store. I'm like, why not check Instagram? Why not post this on my story? Why not engage with people? Why not try to, you know, get more followers, get more likes, get more validation almost, you know? There's always something to do on your phone, you know? Always something to do, man. And I always feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm like, I should send out a tweet. You know, you, you follow me on Twitter. I should, uh, you know, maybe I should... Uh, 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 get TikTok. Everyone's talking about TikTok. I should use TikTok. I wish I hopped on TikTok. Dude, TikTok is a wave, bro. I barely understand it, though. I'm on there just like, I feel like a grumpy old man <laughs> just trying to figure out, like, what are these kids doing? Do you make TikToks or just... I, I do, no. I pretty much just repurpose oh. videos that I use on... Uh, like Instagram? Instagram, and just kind of maybe change them up a little bit and put it on TikTok. But I would need to... I feel like I need to have it, like time dedicated to making tiktok videos even though they don't take much time to make you got to be kind of creative no you got to be cringy i feel on TikTok. you got to be cringy you got to be weird like you got to be lip-syncing the music and excuse me you got to be like you got to be doing like weird shit like like pointing at different things and like <laughs> words popping up on the <coughs> excuse me but uh i don't i don't really get tiktok yet I just see a lot of old memes and old things coming back and people getting clout off TikTok now and that kind of stuff. And I see people like Gary uh, Vaynerchuk really using the platform. Like like he's, a, he's doing it right, but he's also got a team. 
and I see 12-year-old kids making hilarious videos. Some of these are actually funny. Like, I'm I'm chuckling at my phone. I'm laughing. Like, this is great. <laughs> like, you actually made me, like, die laughing. This is great. I, I just spit my water out. Like, this is great. And then others, I'm like, ugh. I don't, uh, I I don't understand. Delete that. How's this blowing up? What's yeah, <laughs> this is so bad. And then there's the whole, like, ear rape. Like, these weird, like, SpongeBob meme tracks that just get, like, like, volume to the max and break your speakers those are kinda, my favorites those kill me I'm dying at these I'm like this is so, this is this is the content I signed up for this is random as fuck people like that. there's the sports side you know people making like crazy videos of and you saw this before with Vine Vine had it Vine had that going for a little bit before it died but TikTok's cool man like I don't want to disrespect it because it's the next wave right it's the biggest thing right now i I think there's like 80 million new users or something crazy or maybe 800 i I, you have to check my numbers but like a ridiculous amount of user base and young and if you have any kind of business or platform where you're trying to grow that that's gonna be your target market so if you don't understand them now like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) the weirdest thing about tiktok is my videos that have done the best have nothing to do with my podcast. Like they're just the most random. Like I'll put it up there because I'm trying to I'm trying to just experiment and see like what well, yeah, what do people like? Like random bullshit. <laughs> like just random, like little like like there's a there's a video I was uh, I was recently in Boston and I was at a Celtics game and I just zoomed in on like this tall ass motherfucker <laughs> uh taco fall come out onto the court and just the crowd going crazy and I'm like I didn't think it was a good video at all, but it was just like a 10 second like, oh shit, taco, zoom in on him and like people around me going crazy and I'm like, whatever, like it's not really a good video, it has nothing to do with my content, I'm, I don't even really watch that much basketball, I just, it just means nothing to me, but I'm gonna post it. Bro, it did better than any clip I posted of this, like us talking or anything, people don't care, I was like, what do you? What do I have to do? Like zoom it on my face and make like weird like memes? <laughs> and, like I don't know, man. I don't get it. I uh, feel like it's hit or miss of everything these days. It is, man. You just gotta experiment. Um, but yeah, man. What's it, what? What would be your favorite social media of everything that you you're on and you use? Uh, Instagram is definitely my focus, uh, but my favorite is uh, Unsplash. Um, it's it's an app strictly like for Unsplash. Yeah, it's an app strictly for uh, photographers. Um, there's like no selfie bullshit, no like. My food. Yeah, there's no. F- well, there are food pictures, oh, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. high quality. There's yeah, no yeah. like, you know, there's no shit. There's no videos that are shitty. It's just like it's just like high end quality <coughs> content that's like free to use for everyone. So say I put a picture up, uh, anyone's like uh, anyone's free to use that for like cover art or like just like business like just stuff like that, you know. But. Uh, my first post actually on there blew up. It got like six hundred thousand views and like a thousand two hundred downloads and shit. Like it's, I gained a couple of followers from it. People are like using it as cover work and That's music awesome. background. It was, that seems a lot more pure for the photographer, like as opposed to Instagram, which is for made everyone a photographer yeah, essentially. Yeah. If you're a real photographer, you must cringe a lot at a lot of the things you see. Like ah, oh, you put two filters. <laughs> did you need two like we could already see you put one uh that's funny man uh i i felt like before that like i don't know much about this one but like didn't people use Flickr a lot more to post kind of just like footage or sorry photos and stuff i don't know what happened to that one but i think Flickr's still around people uh yeah people were on there i never hopped on it okay um i used it a lot to view i was like i like graffiti i like the graffiti scene a lot so a lot of like the artists I enjoyed like looking at uh, posted a lot on Flickr because I think you could like post in albums there. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, so I was on there a lot, but like not posting. I was just like consuming. Yeah, I was just viewing it. You know, not even, I didn't even have an account. I was just I was just there. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, like uh, is there anything else about photography like you really want to touch on? To me. Uh, one of your coolest photos was with you with a pumpkin on your head. I want to hear that story uh, before before we finish off here. If you can believe it, we've already hit an hour. Really? Is, yeah, which is kind of crazy. 
Um, but like, uh, yeah, to talk to me anything photography that like that we haven't really touched on yet. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about that pumpkin shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite shots. But people like don't look at it as like a like one of my like favorite, like one of my top shots. Oh, that's the goat. Yeah, like not, that one caught my eye. It's like it, this is hilarious. Yeah, that pumpkin cost me like 60, 80 bucks. I went out in the country. I went like searching in Ottawa for a big ass pumpkin. <laughs> Everyone just got head. these like medium ones. One, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. So I went out in like Russell, like uh, in the cornfields. I was like, they gotta have one, and I found one. Um, God bless my mom. She drove me all the way, to, you know, looking for a pumpkin. Um, <laughs> Did she get it? Yeah, yeah she, she got it for me. No, yeah. no, no. Did she understand what you were trying to do? No, she thought it was a waste of money. She's like, you're getting a $6 pumpkin for one Instagram picture? Like, but, wow, you don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to blow up. <laughs> so I brought it to the spot and I'm like, wait, how the hell am I going to carve this thing? And then somehow, for some reason, I had a butter knife in my school bag. I don't know why, nice. but like I made it work. And then I put a plastic bag in the pumpkin. But obviously, I got rid of like what yeah, I could. Yeah. And then um, I put a plastic bag in, put it on my head. And that shit weighed me. Like, I thought my neck was going to snap. That yeah, was like, that was going to be my next question. But how do you keep a pumpkin like that on oh, your head? Oh, there was a lot of balance. You could see me in the shot, like, almost, like, leaning backwards. Like, God. Imagine explaining that to a lot the of people ER think- doctor. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, wanted this Instagram pic. <laughs> Mom helped me buy this pumpkin. Oh, that's funny, man. But, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> thought that pumpkin was, like, photoshopped and not real. I did at first. You did? Yeah, I did. Really? At Until first. you seen the second shot of me kicking it, huh? You're like, wait, wait I didn't see that. I didn't oh, see okay. that. But I, I saw that, like, I really looked at it, and I'm like, no, nah, this motherfucker put a pumpkin on his head. Like, after looking at the rest of your photos, I'm like, yeah, you really do this. Like, <laughs> you really stand in front of trains, and you really go. <laughs> Tell me about that shot a bit. Oh, the train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the train's, like, that's probably my scariest, like, experience. Like, not even a rooftop, not even a crane. Not even, like, a bridge, but, like, just, I don't know. It had, like, high-end security, like, airport security. Like, the fence was, like, not motion-censored, but, like, movement-censored. Like, if you would touch it, they would see, like, that it was, like, on the southwest of the fence or whatever. Okay. Um, but there's, like, flaws in the building um, that they'll obviously fix over time because it's new. Um, but, yeah, just going in that building was, like, the probably the scariest thing I've done so far. Um, it's like one of the only times where I actually wore uh, like a mask over my face. Uh, so just yeah. to protect yourself. We didn't even get a shot. It was just for the experience. Well, we got a couple of shots, but like more like phone backgrounds, like, um, like, like just. Oh, that's crazy. Just like phone backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you went past the fence though. Yeah, yeah, we went. We went all the way in. We we, <laughs> we went in the trains. We we were we were full balls in there. Yeah. In the trains. In the trains. You could just open the door. Oh, the doors are open. Like, there's a fence. Like, okay. there's there's a fence and then two trains there. So That's the, so funny. And we ended up, like, finessing it. That's legendary. <laughs> there's a lot of cameras, a lot of active workers. <laughs> it, it was it was, you, it was, a quick in and out. You kill me, man. You, you've done some insane shots. Uh, I encourage everybody to go follow this guy. Ion's the goat on Instagram. I'm looking right now, and I just see hype shit. Just hype shit everywhere. There's one where you're just like feeding a cow or like. Is oh, the, a goat? the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goat shot. Goat. I need to get a goat again. I'm, for Christmas, I want to get a goat, dress it up as a reindeer. <laughs> I wanted to do it last year, but it was just, I didn't have enough time to because the idea came late. But this year, I'm planning because I'm not going to do a Halloween shot this year because I can't top last year's. Okay. There's no way I could top a pumpkin on my head. Not yeah, a, yeah, yeah. But, uh,. Well, we had an idea, actually. Alex and I, shout out Discover.Ottawa on Instagram. This guy's a legend. Craziest yep. guy I know. Legend. Um, shout out, Alex. But, uh, yeah, he had an idea. <laughs> zip lining across, like, building the building as, like, a Batman. Like, in a Batman suit. Oh, that's gangster. Or some dumb shit as a Minecraft character. Or something. <laughs> like, just something, like, crazy. That's awesome, man. That, I'd love to see that, man. I ride with it. I'm going to come through to one of these shoots with you, bro. I, I want to be there. I just don't want to get arrested or nothing. But yeah, we, we don't think about that until after. We're like, holy shit, well, we could have got arrested. Oh, well. Well, that's one thing you we mentioned That's one thing you mentioned to me before is like one of, your, one of the things you're most proud of is that you, you don't have a criminal record. You've never got 
caught slipping doing any of this stuff. Yeah, the biggest thing I'm proud of is like when we do rooftoping and like uh, going in construction sites, we will never like break a door or like a window to get on the roof. Like if we can't open the door using the skills and tools we have, we will not like we we won't kick the door. We won't touch it. We'll just walk away, take the L, go to the next building. There's like there's hundreds of other buildings we could yeah, get on yeah. top of if. I respect the code, fam. I like yeah. the code. There's a lot of like rooftop photographers that they, they just, they're roofless. They'll just blast that door down, you know? But, you know, that's one thing I'm proud of is, <laughs> you know, respecting the door and yeah. just, you know? Yeah, we'll, we'll trespass, but we'll do it without doing any harm. I like that yeah, a exactly. lot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Uh, yeah, before I let you go here, man, are there any other passions that you wanted to uh, discuss before we get off and do the lightning round? Uh, I know you mentioned soccer was something that you cared about a lot. Uh, you know, is that something that's still part of your life? Uh, I tried playing soccer last year. I tried getting into like, uh, like a random, like just every Thursday, like, like uh, a league of men's league. Yeah. Like a shitty co-op men's league or whatever. So I ended up buying like $600 cleats. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get into it. Yeah. I want to get fit. You know, I'm, I'm lazy and I'm like, Nah, Fuck that. I played. I played it for a month, and I'm like, man, my team. I'm like, my team stinks. And then, because I was taking it serious, and like they were like the players would get mad and shit. I'm like, ah, right, this ain't for me, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna ruin their fun for me, like going all out. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll, you know, it's done. That's but yeah, awesome. I did play. I played uh, provincial soccer for a couple of years yeah. for uh, Gloucester Hornets. Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, before I let you go here today, I want to ask you a few uh, lightning round questions. Uh, I really enjoyed this, by the way. This is awesome. That's where I spit out one answer quick. Like, yeah, first thing it. that comes to my mind, right? That's lightning? I mean, it, it should be, but... Uh, people people take their time? People take their time. Just, just try right, to... I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Try to answer the question. That's all I ask. Some people can't even do that. So, if you could do that, I'm happy. Um What's the most legendary console game ever created in your eyes? Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3. Uh, would you rather lose a social media page with 10 million followers or lose $100,000? $100,000. Oh, yeah? Okay. I mean, I, I thought I knew the answer to that, true. But because, you know, with, with a 10 million account, yeah, make you that, could make can that make, money. I'll make that back in two days. <laughs> yeah, facts. That was a bad... I, I was going to put a million dollars, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if many people... Uh, that, that was like a just experiment question for me. Uh, of all your photos, um, if you had to choose one, your favorite shot of all time, and you kind of already touched on it, which would it be? Uh, my favorite one would be the bus one with the OC transfer. Oh, it, it's, it's moving in motion. Yeah, yeah, that one's really cool. That's man. one of my uh, favorites. I had... It was simple. It was there wasn't much to it. It was. Nice. I like that one. I like that. Uh, what's your favorite like uh, book or podcast or article or quote or something that you you really you really fuck with? A uh, book, Broke Millennial. I enjoyed reading that. Broke Millennial. All right, I gotta add that to the list. Uh, what is the uh, worst piece of advice uh, you've been given or you hear people giving out there? Damn, I don't know if I could answer worst piece of advice. Yeah, Pia, like advice that you hear spouted around that sounds okay, but is actually not great advice. Whether it be to gamers or, or designers or, you know, photographers, whatever you're into. Uh, I feel like the worst advice is like copying, like saying like someone copying another person. I feel like that's the worst advice is like, yeah. Like, say, if I told you, just copy another podcast. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I feel like that's the be worst you. advice. Then what's the best piece of advice you've gotten? Uh, be creative. Be creative. Just do do what no one's done. I love it, man. Ion's the goat. Ion the explorer. Ion's the fucking man, bro. Thank you for coming out today. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And just remember, it's not that deep. Not that deep. Thanks <laughs> for having me. Thanks, brother. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Ions is a super interesting guy and we got to talk about things that I really don't know much about. So I hope you learned something. And uh, if you enjoyed this kind of content, please subscribe, uh, leave a rating, comment, share. And if you want, please contribute to my Patreon page. Remember, it's not that deep.